Welcome to podcast number eight. The Ocho. Welcome to getting after it eight times. Eight times. For the eighth time. Are there any of you out there that have listened to all eight? Let us know if you've listened to all eight. We'd like to hear from you. Yeah, you're like, I'm a, I am never missed one. Oh, you know, Tianta said that she'd listened to four of them. Hey, Tianta, if you're listening to this one, thanks. That's pretty cool. Thank you. Yeah, you didn't have to listen to all of them, but I mean, I'm glad you did. Yeah, well, and, and at that point, it might have been all of them that we had out. Yep, maybe, because yeah. I sent her a link. Uh, I don't remember which link I sent her. And um, we're going to get her on the pod. Oh, we could talk about that real quick. I mean, because you're not going to be here this Sunday. Nope. Um, so next Sunday evening is then potentially open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to offer her that spot. And what does she do? Uh, she, what doesn't she do? <laughs> I mean... <laughs> She's a powerhouse. She's like a pillar in the community. Well, I'm just kidding. I mean, I'm not kidding. And I am. Yeah. Um, she does the um, escape room downtown. Oh. You know, oh, yeah. Yeah, go, yeah, totally. You go in there. She's like, welcome. Now try to get out. <laughs> I'm like, that's a perfect business model. <laughs> yep. She's like, lock. Okay, try to get out. Yeah. What other businesses? You know, you go shopping for shoes and they're like, yeah, good luck. You have to find the right ones in order to get out. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you found the left one, huh? Good luck finding the right. <laughs> That's the golden pump. <laughs> and and so she does she does the escape room. She also does um when 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 she can, um it's she does the dinner theater. Uh she does act normal dinner theater. And those guys have been around for I don't want to say years and years, but a pretty good long time, you know. Um more than I would say more than five. So I I feel bad. As soon as you mentioned that um, she does the escape room, I remember you talking to me about mm-hmm. her, right? I didn't before, but then that refreshed my memory. And yep. so this this uh, dinner theater is at 3D. Is it still there? Uh, yes. The last time I checked, they did do it there. But it's kind of, it's per show. So it's not like maybe every time there. Sometimes they'll do it at the Elks Club. Sometimes there's other pretty good stages and, and rooms in town that they can move it to. Okay, so I'm I am excited to have her on because I want to I do want to do that. Like I want to go and oh yeah, like you do. Yeah, I want to <laughs> do that, and that's not something I've ever done before. And I'd really like to I'd really like to do that. Oh, never done it. Well, I mean, I'd never done it before. I went to one of her So I don't like you've never done it. That's great. <laughs> you are so weird. No, I'd never done it either. And but I mean, my girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. who then became my wife was in dinner theater. And so she's like, you got to come to these shows. They're pretty fun. And she's, my wife's pretty hilarious. Um, she, hey, Melanie. Um, <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. Um, and so I went and she was right. I was like, man, this is pretty cool. It's like, you know, five to however many actors, smaller show, you know, mm-hmm. small stage, mm-hmm. uh, kind of intimate is a word that I would use because you're there eating dinner, uh, three courses of dinner, and um, like you can almost reach out and touch the performers. I mean, they don't want you to do that. <laughs> don't touch the performers. Don't okay. do that. I'm just, can kind you of, feed them? It's a bad example. Sometimes they'll take a biscuit. I've seen a, a, a performer take a biscuit off of one of the tables, but no, don't feed them. Okay. They have food. So the performers are a lot like bears. Don't touch them. Don't feed them. Just kind of watch from a safe distance. And yeah, they get they, they don't have their clothes on at weird times because bears, you know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. I, so I did a dinner theater, and that was one of the weird things that I noticed about dinner theater is you get you see people naked like, and at very surprising times, you know, because like so while you're eating, 
I mean, no, you're, we're backstage, and there's just nowhere else to change. Okay, so me going to dinner theater, I'm you, not going to see Joe Ryan nude. Well, well, I can't say that either because I mean, there was a few part, there was a few times where, I mean, you definitely saw my my underwear. You know, well, that's not nude though. Well, okay, sure. I mean, but, yeah, because uh, that would be really shocking to me to be, you know, eating a barbecued rib, you know, and then look up and go, oh, this is the part of the show we're in barbecued korean barbecue rib Mm -hmm. i I can't get it off my mind we've been talking about it for a couple episodes now and i just can't get it off my mind but yeah and so okay i'd be eating that and then look up and be like there's there's joe's jubblies no okay okay so you're talking about when you were actually in when i was a player you were one of the performers planners okay when i was one of i was one of the actors so if you wanted to go be an actor that would be one of the perks you know, depending on the uh, on the cast, I guess that. Yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, I don't know if I would count that much as a perk. Uh, what I would say was it was weird. I was like, whoa. Yeah, weird. Is, weird. I mean, just, remember being back in high school and like everyone's in the locker room, and you're like, this is weird. Yeah, you know. Yes, I I've actually I'm pretty sure as I'm trying to think back, like I've blocked all of that out of my memory. As you should. Yeah. Right, because it was a weird time, mm-hmm. and it was like expected of you. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to talk and about we could go down a real long bunny trail with that of like how weird that is that we do that with high school aged people with the hormones right. like the highest they can possibly be. Oh my goodness. We're not going to go down that path though. We're not going to go down that path. That's above our pay grade. Eh? What I think we need to do now six minutes into this podcast to say, hey, my name is Brian. Oh, hey, Brian. And you are? My name's Joe. Uh, welcome to Get After It, the podcast. Get After It, the podcast. What we've decided to start doing, and hopefully you've noticed, because this is week two of a different, um, what is what is the word? Um, schedule. Yeah, schedule. Uh, uh, cadence. Cadence is the word I was looking for. A different cadence of Ooh. how we're releasing shows. We're okay. doing the shows where we, we bring in a guest, and we interview and, and talk with them. We, do, we release those on Tuesdays, mm-hmm. and then you're going to hear Joe and I on Thursdays. Not that we'll never have a guest on a Thursday, but we do enjoy coming in, and, and we're going to kind of re- reflect back on mm-hmm. you know, the previous episode. And yeah. we're going to talk about it a little bit. We'll share some news. We'll share some cool stories about us, because when we're interviewing people, it's not the most opportune time, but they'll bring up things where I'm like, oh, I've got a great story for that. Yeah. But yeah. the show's about them, right? And, right? and you don't want to like take over. Every once in a while, we'll share a little you know, piece of it. But I think this would give us an opportunity to, to say, oh, remember when he talked about this? This is what I was going to share, you know? Yeah. And that's what Thursdays are going to be about. So Tuesdays are get after it underscore podcast Thursdays are still get after it underscore podcast. But the, what we're calling that name is what we got after what we got after. Yeah. What we got after on Tuesday, I guess at this point, Mm -hmm. you know, you Mm -hmm. can find out what we got after on Tuesday by listening to the stuff. You can just listen to Thursdays and know that we were doing interviews, but not even have to listen to, you don't even have to listen to Tuesday if you don't want. And that, that brings up a really good point that we were talking about before we hit record was we understand the range of what our podcast episodes contain. The variety of topics. Yeah. And people. And yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, we've, we've now, you know, Gabriel Owl was, you know, an amazing, all, actually, I've really liked everybody we've interviewed, but. Everyone's been good but in he, their own but way. But uniquely different from who we interviewed next was Greg. Uniquely who, who talked about hunting and then uniquely different than Dave, 
mm-hmm. and then uniquely different from Preston. And and so, and then each of the topics we talked about were so uniquely different as well. And now it's weird. They've all had this common theme, not weird. It's been part of our, <laughs> our plan. I guess we highlight it. <laughs> right. We, you know, we, we talk about, you know, their passion and what they go after, but that uh-huh. may not be what you're interested in. Right. Like if you're not big into archery mm-hmm. and the, um, corporate side of you know getting into archery and thing and maybe football topics you know right not every you know the the one with greg might not be your favorite but if you like those topics man that's going to be your favorite podcast right you know? right and i'm super into archery and greg's one of my friends and so you know i yeah. love that and if you're if you aren't into trucks you probably didn't follow along as well with with dave yeah dave dave's super into semi trucks and if that's not your thing you're gonna be like well you know but don't let that deter you i say just give them all a yeah give them all a listen <laughs> give them and, all a listen and 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 try it out but yeah if if that's kind of how i listen to the joe rogan podcast if it's one of the ufc ones and it's not a guy i know yeah like oh, i'm not listening to this one they really i mean not, there's so much jargon you know, I don't understand a lot of the things mm-hmm. they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And I even like UFC, to be honest. I'll, I'll watch some of the, you know, the matches. I love watching the highlight reels on YouTube. Yep. I do know some of the people. But, you know, yeah, like you say, when Joe Rogan is talking to some of those people, I'm like, I don't really care what's going on in the super and they're talking featherweight about, Yeah, um, and they're division. talking about how, like, different kind of holds. And, you know, I, I barely, barely know anything about the different type of holds and techniques and roles and, and different things you can do, mm-hmm. which ties right into... Preston, who was our, our previous episode, episode seven, right? You know, we talked with Preston, and so there was some of that in there as well, where where we talked to him. But uh, with all of that to be said, we love you, listeners. Yeah. We do. We love you from all over the United States, actually all over the world universe at this point, right? As far as this podcast can reach, we're we're reaching you, and we appreciate all of you. But please don't feel like you know if there's an episode you don't like, cool. That's cool. Cool. Like. Just just tune into us when when we're on a topic that you like. But do know that the common thread going through all of that is you can take someone's desire for archery or detailing vehicles or um, public radio or, you know, energy and and the universe and how it ties together or uh, jujitsu. And you can take any of those those themes of how they pursued their dream and you can attach it to what you are pursuing. Yeah, and I think that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to reach the most amount of people that we can. And, and to do that, we're, I'm just, I don't really have an idea of who and what type of person I'm looking for other than they are just real passionate about something and they had an idea and they took that idea and made it into a thing that they now do or a product that they now make, you right. know, because that's, and and if we just talk to the the more the more different types of people we talk to, maybe our listeners can can tune into. They'll, they'll they'll connect with one, maybe over the other. But the message is the same that we're trying to get out. We're like, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah. whatever it is for you, we're trying to find that for you too. Because I don't know what it is, and I might, I definitely don't talk everyone's language. That's for sure. So right. that's why I'm just. We're just trying to create an opportunity for others to to give you their point of view about how they're getting after whatever cool thing they're getting after. And hopefully we can, we can help 
you know, turn on some of your, your switches, you know, some of those things that are going to get, get you up early and, you know, start doing those pushups or eating those grape nuts or, you know. <laughs> right. Because, <laughs> because we have noticed, I've started to notice, um, and, and it's almost like these interviews are, are almost like research in how do you pursue your passion? Yeah. And so as we, as we pursue this and we're going through the, the common thread is most everybody has had a trauma in their life a difficult thing, uh, an obstacle. Mm -hmm. And this pursuit has helped them work past it. And it's really, you know, a heart. It's not all of their happiness in their life. They all have families and children and mm -hmm. friends and, and other hobbies and things. But this, this one thing most everybody has referred to, like this, this is like kind of what keeps me going. Right. So if you are having a hard time keeping going, like this podcast is so for you. If you're trying to find your your pursuit, if you're trying to find what you're passionate about, yeah, listen, you need to listen to all of them because we might cover a topic that that you're like, you know what? I'm going to try that. Yeah. Because I have this thing that I'm trying to get past. And and it may it may manifest itself in your life as laziness or depression or uh fear of of doing something. And we really want you to get over laziness and depression and and fear of doing things and mm -hmm. and get out there and get after it yeah fear of talking to people fear of uh, talking in front of people fear of success i'm watching you fear. there's a lot of people with a fear of success out there yep yep fear fear putting you know there's a lot of artists out there that fear putting their raw art out there whether that's you know painting guilty or, pictures or music or singing or you know whatever that art maybe it is just public speaking you know presenting yourself yeah that those are legitimate fears in no way are we saying that that's not legitimate but they are overcomable fears right those are the those are the clues of that's where we need to um that's where we need to focus our attention because those are the I mean, those are the, your particular obstacles, your hurdles. Right. So, you know, I mean. <laughs> and, and, and just like everybody that we have on the podcast, including you and I, everybody listening is uniquely different in their, their own way too. And as we go through and, you know, in the Christian world, we talk about everyone is a masterpiece. And it's a, Ephesians 2.10 talks about we are God's masterpiece created to do good things. And, and I love that theme, whether you're a Christian or not, to think of, of our uniqueness and how that's just part of the tapestry that is society, you know, yeah. that, that really builds into that. We're a unique puzzle piece. And mm -hmm. if you are letting a fear hold you back, you may not be that complete puzzle piece that, that society, that your friends, that your family need, you know, to make that picture look, look beautiful. Yeah. Or maybe you, you think you have that success. You know, you've got, you're checking a lot of the boxes, you know, you've got kind of a cool sought after job, you make and way and way enough money, you got that truck, you got that boat, but you're just kind of looking for something else. You're mm -hmm. always kind of looking, you don't have that feeling of contentment, mm -hmm. you know, just always wanting and needing. Well, um, you know, it's probably because you, you, um, it's, you're on, you've got the wrong thing, you know, you, right. you, you've, I mean, I did it myself. I, I had a motorcycle, you know, and I had a, a, a Jeep thing, 
you know, and I thought I've got all this stuff. I've got a guitar. I've got my things. And it just, it wasn't right. It was so, you know, we, we think we've got it because we have a lot of clues from the movies and, or, or or wherever, wherever your entertainment is or Mm. wherever your ideal person is, whether they're, you know, riding a Harley, you know, with their long hair and, you know, with their cool glasses or whether they're in a $6,000 suit driving a Bentley, you know, whatever that is, that, that thing that you think that it is for you. Um, and maybe you've even got something close to that. It's maybe that's not it. And because everyone, if you notice, and, and I'm just looking at clues from uh, society, that what little I can observe, because mm-hmm. it's not like I'm all knowing here. But right. when I notice that everyone's opening up, trying to open up the same cupcake store, and and everyone's opening up the same type of franchise, mm-hmm. you know, all all at the same time. I'm like, how is it that these unique masterpieces? All come up with the same thing. All are wanting to do the exact same thing in the exact same place, regardless of what is actually needed Mm -hmm. by the people that they are living amongst. Right, the the society that is your your tribe. You know, because Great Falls. I mean, there might be a couple tribes here, but you could argue that we're one tribe. Mm -hmm. It's not that big of a city. It isn't. So, I mean, if you're doing something that somebody else is doing the exact same thing as, well, I mean, is, is that where you should be? I mean, I'm not, I don't know where it is, but right, right. Well, we're, that's the research we're doing. I mean, because I know I don't want to be exactly where I'm at in five years, playing the same shows I'm playing. There's, even when you're on the right track, and I guess that's the third option. If you're on the right track and you're not sure that now that you've got to the cool success and you do feel kind of content, well, now that contentment can turn into boredom. Mm-hmm. And bored people do you know, illogical things. I, won't, I don't want to, you know, say bad things or whatever. They just right. do illogical things. When, yep. when you get bored, you just do illogical stuff. Well, and that, that might have been where you and I were at, right? Mm-hmm. That I, I completely love my job. Yep. You, you love what employs you, you know, no for compl- your no full-time complaints. job. Yeah. And we each have our unique hobby, hobbies that we enjoy. We, our family is doing well. I mean, every family has their, their own unique you know, issues and things, but mm-hmm. when everything's just kind of going well at work, you know, right now, I don't even like, I don't even want a promotion. I really love exactly where I'm at mm-hmm. with, with hunting. I, I have the bow. I just <laughs> got to wait for hunting season, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, so you and I were like, well, how do we get everybody else kind of, not that where we're at is perfect, right? but how do we get everybody else to this point in their life where they can say, ah, oh, yeah, yeah, we can be content, like right where we're at. And, and for you and I, it's like, well, let's start a podcast. Let's share this. Let's, you know, let's, let's get out of the, the doldrums of things going well and, and pursue something and see where it goes. Yeah. Spread the good word. Cause I think that's, um, that's when, uh, my contentment turns into uh, like a kind of a, kind of a guilty feeling, you yep. know? Because I'm like, gosh, I hope, I, I mean, I don't want to be the only one that knows this. And I feel, I feel like I'm surrounded by unhappy people. Mm-hmm. Or or maybe I'm just on my Facebook too much. Hey, oh, man. Guilty. Um, but I notice people are like, I don't know, you know, even the ones that seem like they're trying to help. Even the ones that are like, hey, everyone, I have this information for you. They just, they don't seem happy. You know, right. they don't seem right. content at all. Right. And I'm like, you know, I don't know. I don't know if I want advice from someone that's just super not not happy you know super <laughs> just very i don't know i don't know what the word is but well they, well and, and that not in harmony we're not we're not developing any you know keys to life or 
um, you know, the meaning of life or anything, but, but oh, ultimately no. <laughs> we, we're always trying to make ourselves comfortable and happy. Yeah. And it's a con- constant fight of being uncomfortable and unhappy. And how do you, you know, get there? And sometimes I think, you know, especially now with the development of social media and, you know, we, you and I started all the way back. We talked about this yesterday. We, talk, we started all the way back with MySpace yeah. and, and the, the competition that, that started with who has the best page and can get the, the right, uh, you know, with MySpace, the right music when people come on your profile. I totally. Do you, do you remember, um, do you remember having your top five, mm-hmm. top five friends, top five friends and, yeah. and what a. What a contentious thing that was. Oh my goodness. And it just pits people against each other. And, mm-hmm. and then, you know, now with, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, you know, um, Twitch, you know, I don't know. I don't know. All of, all of these social media platforms that ideally the, the underlying thing with it is compare yourself to others. Yeah. Or it's, it's put on, you know, a face and compare yourself to others or you don't even have to do that. You don't even have to post. You can just watch. Or just, yeah, here's the, here's the coolest thing that you can just sit back Trending. and watch, you know? Trending. Yep. And, um, and one thing I did, I, I found, maybe this is a cool, I mean, this is a cool tangent, but um, one cool thing that I did find out about the, uh, the video game, um, video gamers, you know, was, uh, or one connection. Because at first I'm like, you know, this is going crazy. I don't know if I agree with, uh, you know, how, how, how big this is getting and how, the kids are just addicted to it. But then I realized, you know, cause, and then I, I would watch my kids, they were watching um, people play video games on YouTube. Right? <laughs> right, and right, then right. just, you know, do that thing. So the, and it's a whole sub genre mm-hmm. or, or genre of a genre. Show. I don't okay. even know if it's a sub genre. It's like this whole, yeah. and that's kind of what they want to do with their life. And I was thinking, you know, this is crazy. I can teach you how to, you know, and this is weird as a musician to be like, hey, you know, I can teach you how to make real money with a guitar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but but then I realized, well, that's kind of what I did in the Marine Corps. I mean, in the Marines and kind of in college in my first year or two, my buddies would be playing Final Fantasy or some other very kind of, and at the time, very cool looking um, video game with a story behind mm-hmm, it. Mm-hmm. And so I would just sit there you know, in my off hours, drinking the beers. You and know, watching them play. Watch them play. Yep. And, and then w- amongst ourselves, make the witty commentary. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that, and so you should have started a YouTube channel all the way back then. That's when it clicked for me. I was like, that's what they're doing. Oh, my gosh. And so yeah. I can't judge. I'm exactly, I am exactly that little kid playing that game. I just don't have the time right now. <laughs> I mean, well, and when we get older and, and the generation or two that are below us that, that, are, are doing different things, we automatically, just like our grandparents did and our parents did, judge, you know, their music, their clothing style, their their hobbies and what they're into. But uh, we have a, a prayer group that meets here at Solid Rock on Friday mornings. It's just a, a bunch of dudes. We eat breakfast together, talk about a few things, and then the, the cool part is at the end, we kind of break into groups and pray for each other. And we had this one young young gentleman in our little prayer group one day, and actually it was a couple weeks in a row, where he was praying for a guy that he had never met in person because he was uh, uh, from Mexico, and his parents sent him off to this, uh, you know, troubled kids place. And and his assumption was the Mexican places that you send people to like that aren't the greatest. Mm -hmm. And in a third world country, I can imagine they're not. 
but they had developed such a friendship over the years just through video games. And I never had one friend outside of, you know, when I grew up in Belgrade, I never had a friend outside of Belgrade. Right. And these guys are, were, are involved in their lives. And, and so during the game, it's way different than social media where you're comparing and doing this. You know, you poke and fun at each other just like we did in, well, yeah, we talked about the locker room, right? Like, right. just like we did in high school, they're poking fun at each other. But at the same time, they're, they're developing relationship. And, and it's just in a way that we aren't comfortable with because we didn't do it. Right. But it's real relationship. We can't, we can't tell them it's not just no. because you're not sitting down to dinner with them or whatever. But they're, they're more than likely eating dinner together. Right, eating Cheetos right. and and drinking Mountain Dews and Red Bulls and whatever, and and so yeah, I've watched my son plays, uh, you know, Call of Duty and um, mine, not Minecraft. Uh, uh, oh my goodness, Fortnite. Mine too. Yeah, and yeah. I used to I used to call it Fork Knife. Mm-hmm. Fork Knife. You playing Fork Knife again? Mm-hmm. And I could relate to the Call of Duty because that's actually as you were talking about the Final Fantasy. Call of Duty is what we did in Iraq. Oh uh, yeah, they had a whole trailer set up with intranet so it wasn't like worldwide right it was just inside that trailer we had 12 computers all connected and we'd we'd team up and we'd play call of duty while we're over in a combat zone it was it was just the craziest thing (laughs) but we that's that's what we did for hours on end you know to to take up the time and and now watching my son do that some of his best friends that in his wedding because they play games so often together. Right. And when I had to hang out with friends, I had to sneak out of the house. I had to find gas money. I had to do all of this stuff. And what do they pay? Like 10 bucks a month for their little membership to the, you know, PlayStation or Xbox, or whatever yeah. it might be. Oh my God. That's it. And it's, it's like cheaper. It's easier. They're meeting more people. Right. Uh, and think about it. Think about you and me even. Like right. we live in the same neighborhood. We do. Think, think about like, Think about the logistics of just trying to hang out every night for oh. for an hour to an hour and a half. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. There's no way that we could do that. But nope. but your son and people like him and, and are playing these games, they hang out with these friends every day mm-hmm. for hours yeah. sometimes. And doing, I mean, growing and learning how to do stuff together. And I don't know, forming these really cool bond, talking about things. and Right counting on each other you know being punctual like hey you gotta go over get that thing and shoot that person and make sure that i don't know yeah drink, yeah. drink their blood i don't <laughs> you know whatever the game is i yeah. don't know what the games are <laughs> yeah go pick up the coin you know um yeah you know, whatever that is yeah and and we may sound silly now trying to get into the the jargon of video games but i i was very close-minded at first and and almost poking fun at it and, mm-hmm. and realizing that I was turning into one of those old fogies yeah. that was just closed down and and didn't want to admit that they actually, and it's actually scientifically proven that each generation, their IQ on average is higher than the last one. And mm-hmm. so our IQ, you know, for thousands of years has just been increasing every generation. To say that our the generation below us is relating worse, there may be obstacles just like we all had obstacles, you know, social media we even talked about in the last podcast how social media causes us not to have a break when we're angry and, you know, things like that. But right. they have these different op- obstacles. But just like you're saying, the math of it, they're hanging out with their friends way more than we ever did. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd like to hang out with you, I mean, a couple hours a day. But, my God, think about that. And, well, I, and maybe we used to when we were younger. Remember when you didn't have anything to do and not a real job? Maybe yep. like a part-time job. And yep. maybe you lived with people 
that was a cool time. It I was. mean, we, I mean, I remember having friends and we'd close the bar down. Oh, so fun all the time too. Yep. I think about that now and my, my, my knees hurt <laughs> and my throat gets a little tickle in it, yeah. you know? And I think about waking up the next day and like, like oh, oh God. my goodness, I can't do that at all. And, and so, yeah, I, I think, I don't know how we got down this bunny trail, but I'm, I'm excited that we had a chance to even talk about that because really trying not to be old fogies shut down to change is going to even help us pursue whatever those, those dreams might be in our life and those, those passions. We did write down a few things to, to follow up on. So what do we got here, Joe? So the things that we kind of wanted to talk, talk about were, um, oh, intros, niches. Oh, and so when we were that, that, that does kind of bring it together. We were talking about the different types and the variety of different episodes that we're mm-hmm. going to do. Um, and that's what got us to making a connection with the different people or the different generations, people that right. aren't like you. And what I wanted to wrap that little, put a little bow on that uh-huh. would be to say, you know, when we get older and we, we become these old fogies, um, I, I feel like it's because we are, you know, we don't have the information. And so we are like, we, we think it's, we always think it's less than when it's, mm-hmm. when it's, coming from people younger than us. So I would just, um, a little piece of advice that I don't always follow, but I'm just throwing it out there for people is instead of always trying to make the, um, make the negative, uh, make the negative comparison, mm-hmm. like, Oh, look at how bad that is. Or I don't understand why they're doing this. This is so much worse than what I do. Um, try to find the connection, try, try to find a similarity between what, what they're doing, that activity and what you do. Cause I mean, we're, we are the same humans. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were just like that when you were younger. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't try to, don't try to lie. I was just like that too. I mean, I'm doing okay now, but when I was younger, my God. Right. Yeah. And as, as we start raising our children that are getting, getting older, our children are a little older than yours, Joe, but the, the older they get, the older you feel, of course, but uh-huh. the older they get, the more times I have to, my wife and I have to, you know, in little side conversations that they can't hear say, we, we were no better, right? When anytime yeah. they mess up or lie or, you know, don't do the dishes or, you know, whatever it may be, come back yeah. home late or like, I'm glad I'm not my parents having to deal with me, right? right? My right. children, I, I, I love them to death. And, and if, if I just keep reminding myself who I was when I was their age, they're, they're far and above, you know, where I was at exponentially better than I was. <laughs> like, I don't want to tell them that. <laughs> no, no, you can't, you can't. You probably can. You yeah. probably can't tell them that. Maybe I'll put it in a card for their birthday or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's it. That's all you get. That's all you get. <laughs> you were better than me, so you don't even need a present. Yeah. You should be buying me stuff by now. <laughs> They're brainiac. Yeah. All right. And then next on the list. Um, and we're going to do, um, so what we're going to do is we're going to try to do better in our intros, in our uh, descriptions of the podcast. Well, Brian does a pretty good job. We're going to keep in mind the different people, and so we're going to try to give you a pretty good heads up on what's in the episode. Mm-hmm. And so you can kind of pick and choose, but I, like I said, I would encourage you to just listen to a few minutes of each guest and also then try to make your um, your decision because... Um, because, I mean, I think everyone's going to love Dave and Preston. I just think, you know, oh, even if you don't yeah. like their topics, I just like that. Yeah. The, it was a cool interview. Mm-hmm. Both. Oh, and you're listening to this afterwards. So if this is the first time you're listening, go back and listen to the Dave and Preston and Gabriel and, and Greg. They're all like really, really good listens. They are. They we're, are. We're not just saying that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, we, we're also just saying that. But we really mean it. 
Um, oh, and we're going to improve our 10 questions, too. Um, so <laughs> we're going to do that at each other. Uh, maybe not this time, but next time we get we talk about what we got after. We'll do it. We'll ask the 10 questions of each other. <laughs> I almost phrased that differently. Yeah, that I? was a good phrasing there. Thank you. Could have uh, gone bad. And we are going to definitely improve on that. The allergy question. Yeah, the so, allergy question. Okay, let's just talk about that real quick. It's only been 30 minutes, 31 minutes. So it's, it, I don't, it's funny because it's so, so, it feels like a dumb question, you mm-hmm. know, to, because I mean, what, is, how's that, how am I getting to know you, you mm-hmm. know? And mm-hmm. so what are we looking for? What do I really, what would I rather know about a person other than their allergies, which, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, what if, <laughs> it's like, it's like a medical, question we're asking isn't it isn't that like a hipaa violation right and i totally think i totally think in that question too like the follow-up questions are like oh so you're allergic to hay (laughs) right like like you can't even follow up (laughs) you can't even follow up well do you take benadryl right like i don't know how you follow up with any of that have you ever been um stuck with uh, one of those needles for the and ever gone into anaphylactic shock? I right. Mean, that's a, I, do, I, maybe. Maybe it'd be a cool story. But we're gonna we're gonna come up with a better question. Yeah. We're gonna find one. What really what happened is we knew we needed better questions. We needed to have them in front of us every time because we went to Greg. We didn't have the questions in front of us, so they were slightly different. We remembered a few of them, mm-hmm. and so it's just this preparation to make sure that what we're putting out is quality material for the listeners that are investing. Yeah, I want you to look forward to it. Right. And so maybe that's what you can do is, is find us on Instagram, uh, get after it podcast or get after it underscore podcast. And we're going to put up a post, uh, this week. Uh, so we'll, we'll wait until Friday. So tomorrow we will put out a post and you can comment your ideas for, for what question should replace 10, the allergy question. Yeah. And you can post there. It doesn't uh, even have to be 10. Qu- I mean, we could add, I mean, if we get a bunch of good questions, we'll just replace all of them, you know? <laughs> oh, totally. Totally. Yeah. We're, we're willing to replace all of them. And yeah. as we grow, I think the questions will get better. But really what happened was we were writing down these 10 questions again. Could you ask nine? I guess you could, but we had this number of 10 in our head and we're like, well, we need one more. I think it's the Dave Letterman thing. Like the top 10. Oh, things yeah, of, yeah, yeah, It just yeah. feels right. You yeah. know, Dave's from around. Well, he lives around here. He does. Just yes. outside of town. A little tidbit for those of you listening around the world. David Letterman has a a ranch, a ranch-like estate. Property. 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 Out, uh, I'd say 30, 40 miles outside of Great Falls in Shoto. Mm-hmm. Or Chotow, if you're not from around here. <laughs> yeah, it's spelled really weird. It's Ch- weird. Ch- I think it's, I'm pretty sure it's Shoto. Shoto, 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 Montana. Yeah, that's a side side track there. So, so look tomorrow on our Instagram, you'll see this, this post uh, that you can comment what, what question do you think we can fill in there? Give us an idea. Okay. So then the last two things we're going to talk about is the little things that we missed um, that we wanted to talk about. Cause I heard, we heard some interesting things with Dave and Preston, but like we mentioned, we didn't want to like cut them off or, you know, kind of go down that, that, that road just then. But we did want to like, I don't know, talk about them now because they're real interesting and mm-hmm. maybe we can get them back on the show, you know, later on this year or next year. Or I don't know how often we get <laughs> right, have a right. rotating schedule of guest interviews. Um, the first thing is Dave, um, Dave Steveson mentioned that he was a drummer 
while we were talking, you know, and I was like, drummer, like my eyes lit up, but I didn't, you know, have a chance to say anything. Cause then, you know, the conversation went to some other really cool places, but I was like, man, Dave's a drummer. That's cool. Why didn't he mention that? Maybe he did mention that before and I just didn't, I don't know, you know, pick up on it or something, but I'm going to be bothering Dave about his drumming skills. Cause I want to know. And I think we should like, I want him to, I want him to, I, I will purchase one of those two J steaks and some wine mm-hmm. and get a dollar box of butter noodles, mm-hmm. and the salad, yeah, buffalo chicken salad. Yep. And um, now when it's about food, my memory is perfect. You ever notice that? Your memory is really good when it comes to food. You're refreshing my memory. I wouldn't be able to come up with exactly how he cooked a steak, but you're remembering all of it. Yeah. And, yeah. He used Pete's um, and he used... Um, that local seasoning uh, alpine touch alpine touch thank you salt and pepper uh and he, but he did salt the fat around the edges and i was like that's interesting <laughs> well and he i don't poke holes in my steak he i don't poke holes so that the the marinade can get in there yeah and when it comes to cooking i really it's it's hard over a podcast to really you know talk about that but i enjoy hearing how people cook because that is kind of an, a unique art form you know that that everybody just kind of develops their own skills and what they feel strong in and yeah. and so you could tell that he just really he had a passion for cooking steaks and yeah. and he had he had honed his craft yeah so um i'm gonna buy one of those steaks and mm-hmm. i'm gonna like just i mean I, I can't come and knock in but i'll like message him and be like hey man let's uh i'll bring over a little tiny drum set or a drum percussion situation and some steak and some wine and some butter noodles yeah and uh yeah that and sounds like the best time ever it does like, sound like a really good time we he could, could he could cook up steak while you, you know right when you get done with dinner you do a little drumming yeah yeah and he has a putting green do you remember oh, you mentioned that's that? right you mentioned a putting green <laughs> what why am i not hanging out with dave more often i if anything i have a non-putting brown that's <laughs> my backyard i have a non-putting brown hill yeah and i can i can shoot to uh with my bow i can shoot to 42 yards in my backyard so that's that's what i have you, you could come shoot a bow if you wanted to cool i might try that yeah um that's what i have in my backyard but putting green i don't know if i could keep the maintenance up i'm not i'm not good with lawns i do not have a green any part of my body let alone thumb your eyes are kind of green was it a hazel hazel okay. they change color <laughs> they change color based on whatever shirt i'm wearing whoa yeah it's weird they were brown right because <laughs> one time you looked and they were brown okay and then i'll change a shirt and they'll they'll go to green does that make you like a warlock or something i think so okay that's maybe, <laughs> maybe an elf that's it i'm telling the, the 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 governing body of christian people and they're gonna <laughs> I'm a, I'm they're gonna warlock. put you on probation yeah <laughs> <laughs> i don't think there's anything against uh eyes changing colors <laughs> I, I, so, and my thing with Dave is he had mentioned a million little things and he had this phrase as he was talking about uh, the trauma he had gone through. And again, if you have not listened to this podcast, the last 15, 20 minutes, Dave talks about this traumatic event that happened in his life. Yeah. And I'm not going to recap the whole thing. It's a traumatic event. Don't do it. And there's so many steps along the way where if something had been just slightly different, Mm-hmm. he would have not been on the podcast with us. Like, right. He wouldn't have made it past. I think he said he was around 20 when it happened. He would have not have made it past 20. Right. There were so many, so many, like, um, so many little miracles that had to happen for yeah. him to, you know, 
be with us still. Yeah, and that, I, that I just wanted to stop right then and talk about these million little things because it's actually the reason I'm a Christian today is because of the million little things. Mm. I was sitting, I and I could go through a long story, but the weird part about my, you know, as Christians call it, testimony, is that every church I tried for years, the first message was the same exact message out of the Bible, the same story. It was, uh, it's called Peter, get out of the boat. And it's where, you know, the disciples, oh. they see Jesus walking on water. And then Peter's like, well, let me walk with you, you know, right. and he gets out of the boat. Um, th- there's more to the story. You can read it if you'd like. But um, um, I thought it was just because I was like, it's a big book, right? Like, why are there, <laughs> why is there only one story that every pastor feels that I, you know, need to hear it. I never put the connection together that that maybe this is how uh, the God I believe in speaks to me. And uh, I, I really came to this conclusion. I had a hard time getting over, you know, dinosaurs and evolution and a massive universe and a big enough God to, to govern it all. And I was like, but there's been these things, these million little things that have happened in my life and I have a choice to make. Are these things chance? Uh-huh. Is it just coincidence or is there some kind of design? Is it is it purpose? Yeah. And um, part of that was this one story I had where um, I have, not past tense, but it was in the past, where we're in the Baghdad airport, and it's the initial assault into Iraq, and um, lots of people saw this on the news as, you know, mm-hmm. Bush's saying things, and Saddam's, like, you know, putting out videos of, you know, nobody's in the airport, and, like, we heard reports of this as we're in the airport, and we're like, well... We're here, you know. Yeah, you can just and, give us a ring. And so we're we're we got there really late at night, and we pulled guard all night. We didn't even usually you rotate guards, and you you do you know four hour shifts or eight hour shifts. We I pulled guard all night from whatever time we got there until the sun started coming up. Whoa! And then I sort of realized, you know, we're in this compound, and I didn't really even know where we were. Um, and that doesn't sound great uh, to have confidence in your army that everybody was going there. But I really I knew we were near the airport. It's it really, turns out. It's a really big desert, man. <laughs> and it's, it's, I mean, there's hundreds of thousands of people they've yeah. got to communicate with and yeah. why some little guy riding in the back of a Bradley needs to know, you know? Yeah. And and so I just knew, you know, I'm pulling guard this direction. And, and <laughs> so I noticed that we're, we're in this compound and it was actually inside the airport and there's, uh, you know, guard towers and this wall in front of me and uh, we start getting shot at. But I'd never, up to that point, I'd never been shot at before. Well. And so we just, we had heard shots and my squad leader, just like in, in a, in a movie, well, he wasn't my squad leader. He was a squad leader in my platoon, Sergeant English, shout out Sergeant English. He lives in Alaska now. Um, Sergeant English walks up, no helmet on standing as we're kind of like, you know, ducked down behind this like guardrail. He's like, you guys know you're getting shot at, right? You know, like, I feel like that's a scene out of a movie, you know? Yeah. And we kind of turn around and we look and we're like. Well, should you be getting down? We know, we know now. And he's like, so are you going to shoot back? You know, we're like, I guess so. But we didn't even know what to shoot at. We couldn't see anybody, you know. Um, and so, yeah, we start, we start shooting back. And that's kind of when, you know, uh, that day was uh, April, April 20th, 2002. And we were in, um, we were in 13 hours of combat that day. Whoa. And so that was kind of the start of it, that 13 hours of combat. But the whole part of this, to get back to the million little things, is I was relatively new to the military. And every time we had gone anywhere, I'd ridden in the back of the Bradley. Uh-huh. And so they say, hey, we got we to gotta go you know, up here. And it was an overpass that was next to us, a few hundred yards away. We got to go over here because we heard there's, you know, there's, we got reports, there's tanks over here. We got to take them out. 
and this is cool, right? Like this is really cool things. Yeah. And and so you just feel like a lot of adrenaline, a little bit of scared. It it was really cool. Right. But I hop in the Bradley because that's what you know my training had told me I need to do is hop in the back of this this uh, personnel carrier tracked vehicle called a Bradley. And I get in the back and nobody joins me and the ramp starts coming up in the back. And I'm like, um, am I going, <laughs> going to get these tanks by myself? I'm not Rambo. It's just you. And my, my team leader comes up and as the ramp's coming up, and, I, and it, this sounds more dramatic than it is, uh, the ramp is not going to squish anybody or anything like that. It's not right. coming up super fast. It's actually really slow. It makes a lot of noise right. as this thing's coming up. And so he, he grabs my, my chest, you know, my, my gear on my chest, and he pulls me out of the Bradley. And he's like, we're walking behind this time. I'm like, okay, well, that's, that's unique. We haven't done that before, but uh, yeah, sounds good. Okay. And so the Bradley starts going up the overpass, and um, I'm walking behind. I'm not on point. I'm like, I think I'm a man behind the, the point, and we're in a staggered formation. And all of this is jargon, but you can look it up. You can Google staggered they're, formation. They're like, they're like walking all together. It's it, sort not, of a, not all together. But sort of spread out, so yeah, you can't like out. hit them at once. Yep. You know, if a grenade were to go off, yeah, it yeah. only gets one of you. Only that's, that's the goal. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. That's the staggered formation. And, and um, all of a sudden... Uh, the Bradley, who's in front of us, I guess the Bradley's on point, you know, it gets up there, and mm-hmm. one of those tanks that we heard about uh, shot the Bradley and hits the Bradley exactly where I was sitting. Whoa. And the Bradley kind of, you know, it gets, it gets hit by this round, and it forces itself sideways, you know, and it, it moves the Bradley, a 36-ton, 28-ton vehicle, just massive vehicle, this round hits it. The immediate thought that went in my head is, wow, combat is exactly like Black Hawk Down. You know the movie, <laughs> Black <laughs> Hawk Down? exactly what happened. <laughs> because I, I looked Black at Hawk the Bradley, Down. and it looked just like one of the explosions that was in that movie. Whoa. And it's all my gear, actually, on the side of the Bradley that's exploding Dang. and turning into, you know, charred clothes and, and CD players and whatever else, I, you know, I had with me. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and so now, you know, even... How long ago was 2019 years ago this happened? This is, mm-hmm. as we've talked about trauma on almost every podcast, this was a you know traumatic day of yeah. many instances. I can remember, I can smell, I can hear, I can taste, you know, everything. And I can't even remember what I had for breakfast this morning, but I can remember every detail of that day. His eggs. <laughs> Actually, I think I skipped breakfast. I had a banana. I had a banana, just a banana. But, uh, but with that, if, if there's so many things that could have changed, if I wasn't mm, the guy that mm-hmm. had to pull guard all night, if I was sleeping, yeah. you know, if, if I didn't get in the Bradley, if I did get in the Bradley, but the team leader didn't come pull me out. And from that moment in my life in April 20th, 2002, first of all, that's where my hearing loss came from was that day. I had it later in combat. Oh, a few hours yeah. later, I had a grenade go off just a few feet from it. had a short fuse. It was one of our grenades, but we were destroying an anti-aircraft weapon. And yeah. um, just a few feet away, grenade goes off. And so since April 20th, 2002, my ears have been ringing. Uh, uh, tinnitus. Mm-hmm. Some people call it tetanus. Uh, te- tetanus. Tinnitus. 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 Right. Right. I call it tinnitus. The experts call it something weird that I don't like to pronounce. But I like tinnitus. But from that moment, I've always been questioning my purpose, and that's why I really started questioning, like, what is my purpose in life? It was that an accident that I'm still alive, and I I refuse to believe that it was just an accident. Right. I think there's, there's so little for me, for me, I'm not saying that's what everybody has to believe, but for me, there was so little purpose then 
if everything's just kind of chance, right? And I'm just so happened to be, you know, now, you know, my son was al- alive at that point, but now I've had two more children since then. Um, I've, I've experienced so many things that, and and walked with so many people and seen their journeys. And, and to think that all of that, those those chance points in my life were just on accident. I, I just, I couldn't, I couldn't believe it anymore, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, and so at that point I didn't start like being a Christian right then. Right. It wasn't like, Oh, now I'm a Christian. I was, that's when I just started saying, okay, well maybe there is a God. I just need to find, you know, which one. And I started doing research and we're not going to go down that whole path, but that's the story I wanted to share when he was yeah. talking about a million little things is I could probably talk about 20 more times in my life where if where if a millisecond had changed, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be here, or I wouldn't know my wife, or you know what whatever that thing might be. I wouldn't have the job I have now. We wouldn't be doing the podcast, you know. But I, I feel that there's this grand design, and it gives me purpose in life to know that I'm I'm living that that purpose out. Yeah, at least you know you should be doing something here. It's not. It's not if you're just sitting around. That's not that's not what we have you here for. Right, right. <laughs> we right. didn't save your life. We didn't take you out of that. You, Sergeant English. Thanks, Sergeant English. <laughs> Thanks, Sergeant English. He, he didn't take you out of that that track. You know, just so you could be eating some potato chips and watching your NASCAR. You right. know, right. maybe maybe a little bit on Sundays, sure, but for the most part, it's it's so I could be a better dad, so yeah. I could be a better coworker, so I could be a better friend, so I could help some people out. You're right? here to influence people for the better. Yeah. You know, their lives are going to be much better because you're here. It, four, 14 children we've had through our home um, mm-hmm. through foster care. Or it could have been the other way. You could have decided, well, you know, maybe not everything's chance, but maybe I'm just a bad person and I'm here to just take. And everyone that comes into contact with me, I'm going to take from. And consume. Just consume. Be, yeah, yeah, just be a consumer. And, and when, say, when I, I leave, never know when my moment's going to be up because it's all up to chance anyway. Yep. So just... And when you leave, people will be happy. Yep. Just think about myself and and go from there. Yeah. And we even talked about that in the last two podcasts about, you know, that you have choices after these events happen in your life. You know, you can you can have it make it. You're, you're going to get better. Things will get better. You're going to get better because of this thing. Or you're going to get bitter. And uh, I'm glad that whatever influence in my life, you know, brought me to the the better part instead of the bitter. I'm, I'm happy for that and thankful. Yeah, because someone had to be there for us Mm -hmm. there was a good influence there was a teacher there was a great great aunt you know there was a mom or dad on their on a good day Mm -hmm. um because while you know i can say i might i might be a little contentious with my parents they're they're not all bad you know right um but there were there were there was there was something out there that was put there for a reason maybe right And, and it was there just when we needed it just when we were growing up like my aunt just sent me um pictures i'd never seen before um, I, I had no, I have no idea what I look like, um, from like, um, uh, so I think I've, I have one picture of myself when I was two years old mm-hmm. and that's it. I have no other, no other picture of myself, um, except for until I got to like middle school and you know, there's pictures that I can find with my friends ever since MySpace. basically <laughs> I, I know what I look like from that yeah. age. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And so I had kind of talked to a, a couple of members of my family and they were like, oh, well, I have a, a shoebox full, you know, from this age to this age. And I was like, oh, my gosh, we, I would love to see them. And um, I, I, in my memory, my childhood was all terrible. You know, it was all poverty stricken and, you know, um, soaked in alcohol. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I, I got these pictures 
and um, it, I remember, and I and I have no memory of this actually. I may be little flashes, um, but it looked like I was having I was over at an aunt or an uncle's place, um, and I was having a pretty darn good Christmas. Yeah, you know, I saw like this old, you know, from the eighties, you know, so it was really cool. I could see this old eighties A team little thing that <laughs> yeah. I had, yeah, and maybe, and then I was in this full Superman garb, yeah. you know, uh-huh. and I was like, I have no memory of any of that. And I had like some cool, um, I think they got me some winter clothes, you know, so I had the Napoleon dynamite boots on Yeah, yeah. with that exact, I mean, really that 80s style coat uh-huh. you know, that, oh, the, that I wish I still had today. Right. They're so, so vintage now. Yeah. And like, so this, I, I must be four or five or something, you know, mm-hmm. still pre-school. And um, I thought to myself, oh man, that's, that must've been it. Someone has been nice to me. Mm-hmm. someone along the way it doesn't matter if it's in my memory or not i was treated with kindness yeah someone was like i love you you're special and maybe those opinions changed or i got a different idea later on in life but there was something mm-hmm. and and i've always had that inclination even in my darkest days that i'd rather be good i'm trying to be a good person mm-hmm. um, sometimes i just happen to notice i'm consuming too much of whatever situation or product. Right, right. <laughs> and right. and and when I when I look myself in the mirror I go, "Oh, I don't I don't want that. Mm-hmm. I would rather be good." Mm-hmm. So, I'm hoping that we can be even even like a little bit of that per, of that influence for somebody else. You right. know, because what I found out when you try both sides of the force, if you mm-hmm. want, mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. Uh, Preston would say, um the dark side isn't doesn't work. It doesn't. It's just cheating. Yep. You know, you can cheat and you can get an A on the test and you can you can do that all the way through college, we've found out recently, mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. enough money and the right influence. But are you gonna be happy? Right. I know I mean, is your is your significant other gonna be happy with you? You know, because you cheated on all those tests and they think you're really smart and wise and a hard worker, but you're just kinda not. You just you just kinda pulled it over on everybody and for a lot of successful people, I notice that that's their thing. That's the thing that keeps them up at night. And that's why they're always wanting and they're always trying to consume more and more and more because they need proof. Right. They and need, and they that need proof that they're good. And, and it's not even necessarily a proof. I mean, it is to themselves, but it's based on you to themselves. It's, it's based <gasps> on everybody else's approval. Right. Mm-hmm. And there was a there was some pastor that that said, are you are you living, you know, a, a Christian life, but you, you know, you can replace it with a good life or, you know, you're living on the, the light side or the dark side, you yeah. know, and, and, or are you just hoping everybody thinks that's the side you're on? Uh-huh. Right. And, and so is everything you're doing just superficial to, to seek approval of yourself and others, or is there a real heart behind that? You know, do your actions have like this, this real heartfelt care for others, or is it mainly just kind of this is superficial. It's all surface. It's all just face value. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And time time is the ultimate test on that. Yeah. Because you can fake a lot of things. But, as, as you know, do that for a year. You know, fake being mm-hmm. a good person for a year or caring about your neighbor. You know, you see that you have an elderly neighbor and they, they may need a little bit of help. And you go over and help one time. You share it on social media and you're like, ah, I helped my neighbor. Mm-hmm. But after a year, are you still doing that? Yeah, and that's like the that? real test to see kind of what's underneath that. The truth wins out ultimately. Yeah, the proof is in the pudding, <laughs> and if the pudding tastes like poop, 
you need other types of pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you need to go to, to soup instead of pudding. Maybe you should uh, get your eyes checked. <laughs> and <laughs> and so, so we're getting close to an hour, and I want to make sure we also talk about Preston because I really enjoyed I enjoyed that. So as we move forward on Thursdays, we're going to just talk about the previous oh. podcast, right? We're just going to talk oh. about the previous podcast. But because we're just now starting this, we have to talk about the previous two. Yep, because we were cranking out. Yeah, we're, we're cranking them out. Mm-hmm. So we're going to talk about, you know, we just recycled on Dave to make sure that we we expounded on, on those things. And we're, we're thankful for you, Dave. I hope you're still listening and, and sharing and enjoying the podcast. And then now with Preston, there were so many things that we could have talked about with him. Yeah. And um, I really wanted to make sure we <laughs> wanted to cover Star Wars more, right? Yep. I wanted to go into that, not because yeah. I, I wouldn't, call myself a and and not this is not a derogatory term a star wars nerd i would not call myself that we mean that in a good way in the the greatest of way yeah. um i don't know just a real hardcore fan yeah a hardcore fan I, I actually admire people that that have researched and get all of the and he's one of them that that knows the background of why he's read the books yeah why this stormtrooper looks like that and that stormtrooper looks like that and why mm-hmm. this lightsaber is that color and that one's that color or that shape uh, the different types of ships and planets and systems and different things which i watched the movies and then have I, I can't even say i didn't really enjoy most of them Right. You know, They're all good. I, I really enjoy watching the Star Wars, and you can ask my family. It's almost to an annoyance sometimes that I'll rewatch a a Star Wars movie. <laughs> yeah, they're just fun looking. And since Disney took over, there's a few that I've really, really enjoyed. The backstory of um, ha- uh, oh, dang it, I just lost his name. See, I'm not that good. Uh, who drives the Millennium Falcon? Han Solo. Han Solo. Okay, I I'd said Han, and when I started saying it. that out, I knew yeah, it. Yeah, Han it. Solo. The back, the Han Solo movie. Uh-huh. Loved that movie. I really did, and it got bad reviews. And oh. you know, um, Star Wars fans didn't really like. I loved it because I'm not like the. You don't you know, see all the mistakes. <laughs> I don't see the mistakes in it. I don't see the mistakes <laughs> yeah. in it. And I thought the actor was great. That's pretty cool. You know, and I really and I and I liked it. Um, but I wanted to ask him, like, what were his mm. thoughts on some of these ones that I've heard of, you know, bad reviews on? And I hadn't watched any of the animated Star Wars stuff. I haven't watched any of that. And he had, and I wanted to ask, you know, oh, you know, maybe that would that would sway me to watch one or two. I think they're called the Clone Wars, is th- at least some of it. But. I think I've seen a few of those. They're really good. That's what I've that's what I've heard. Yeah, they're really good. And oh, you know who we should bring on? Um, and I think I mentioned we should bring on John, his co-host for that mm-hmm. podcast. That they're mm-hmm. they're changing the name from Skull Ringer to um, the Star Wars Jedi M- Mandalorian Master. No, uh, I think it's the Star Wars Jedi. It could be. It no. could be. It, I thought it was the same. The the Jedi jujitsu jujitsu jedi the jujitsu jedi there you go that's it there you go you've, you're and the that's winner. what he's changing his podcast yes, to. you're the winner yeah. and so and he his co-host john is super cool so they could both like give us the theories and like because they're both into the shows and that's one of the topics that they really delve into is like yeah. the mandalorian and i've seen a few episodes of the mandalorian and i stopped watching it when i got a stealer alert um, because I don't, I don't care for, I don't care if someone spoils something for me. I really am just in it for the cinema, cinematography. 
I just like the way it looks. I like action movies. Mm-hmm. I like things mm-hmm. that explode in kung yep. fu scenes. And it looks good. And yep. it looks good. I don't care if you've ruined whatever storyline right, for right me. I'm right there with you. Okay. Yeah. And so I was reading through something, and someone said that uh, the little baby Yoda um, was going to go evil. Or there was like some, like, oh, he might be evil. And then I was just like, nope. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> yeah, if the baby's bad, I'm not in. No, I, that's when I stop watching every movie. Like, if the baby turns evil or if, like, someone, like, kidnaps, like, a baby or something, I'm like, I'm done. I don't I don't have the emotional <laughs> bandwidth to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's just, you know, it's a sensitivity of mine. And so I really me? want to get back into Star Wars. So Star we will have to have them on. It will, we'll bring Preston and his name's. John or Joe? John. John. Yep. And um, the other thing I th- that you mentioned was the, the purse. <laughs> so the he, purse yeah, he he tells the story. And, and, he, and I, I wish we were actually recording this for YouTube, but we it's just too much work right now for us to do. Um, so if there's anybody out there that wants to be our YouTube person for free, um, let us know. Because I would love to see... His stature, as he was telling the story of 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 attempting to catch a perch snatcher, yeah, yeah, right, because it was just like it was just like picking up milk and eggs at the grocery store. It's the same way. He, yeah. he, he, there was no like I'm the hero or anything in it. It was like almost hard. Like I didn't I didn't realize what I was hearing when he was saying it because he was just like so. Then yeah, I just you know it's kind of it was kind of cool. I just you know got dr- drugged for a little bit up to 35, uh, 30 miles an hour, and then I just rolled to my feet, and I was like, whoa, that was cool. And then he went on to another topic. And yeah, I was he like, just what he wanted to breeze right by it, and we did slow down. We slowed him down to say, okay, wait a minute, we've got to talk about this for a second. But for him, it just was like, yeah, this is Tuesday for me. I catch perch snatchers weekly. Maybe I shouldn't have, but you know that's my I just kind of run towards the danger yeah and and the 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 crazy thing was i'm like well what kind of purse snatcher snatches a purse from a jujitsu i have such a hard time with that word jujitsu you got it dojo and i think they're called dojo right i want I'm just going to call it a dojo too. Okay. From the dojo. The we could be wrong in dojo. that. And yeah, he go, he's like, hmm, there's people that know how to fight in here and also a purse. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to grab this purse. And then Preston didn't actually see it happen. No. He didn't see the purse get snatched. Somebody just pointed and said, hey, Preston. And he was just like, hey, in action. <laughs> I will. I am chasing that person Jumped down. Jumped into action. And, and so, so later thinking about it, like he would be a good person to have around. Yeah. And I think our, we have a really good theory about who he really is. Oh, um, underneath all of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we think who he really is, is Batman. Batman. Yeah. We're pretty sure on the last podcast episode, you heard Batman. Yeah. I think like only Batman would be so nonchalant and friendly and, you know, cause he has, he's secretly a billionaire. Right, yeah, secretly a billionaire. The purse snatching thing is so easy for him to talk about that it's like, well, yeah, but I wasn't like saving Gotham yet again, you know, Great Falls yet again. You have no idea how many bad guys I've pulled out of the sewers and, you know, done all this. And so the purse snatching is just, again, it's like picking up groceries, right? That's that's me just like scratching my head. Yeah, and and so there's a real chance that it's Batman. Yeah, he's Batman. And also, like, some of the other things we talked about, I think he might have specifically been saying to lead us off the track that he is Batman. Oh, yes, exactly. 
Yes, he was absolutely doing yeah, that. Yeah, because um, Batman doesn't play with lightsabers. Batman would never drop a lightsaber. He yeah, said that and he, he dropped said he dropped it. one in front of someone. That was a planted story. Yeah, yeah not happening. <laughs> no. Not happening. We don't he believe that like, for one second. Yeah, in the, in the back of his in back of his mind, he's like, they are starting to think that I'm Batman. I need to yeah drop a lightsaber. That'd be good. And so then he shares with us this story that we feel might be made up. Yeah, and then we're like, oh, he's human like us. Yeah, nah. yeah. And and so it worked momentarily, but Preston, if you're listening, we know. Yeah, that's uh, we didn't tell you about our superpower. <laughs> Seeing right through that. Seeing right through all of your lies, Batman. I'm Batman. Yeah, we know. <laughs> because you also, at the very beginning, when I called you out, because on episode six, we talk about you know what, what podcasts were coming up, yep. and you mentioned that you could beat them up. Absolutely, right? yep. Did you see how humble he was through all of that? Yeah. He was he just was, like, oh, yeah, you probably could. Probably could, this guy. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this And guy. he's just like, yeah, of course, that's what Batman would say. Like, absolutely. Yeah. What he would say, because he's like a gentleman. Yeah. You know, he would, yeah. he's not going to take like a, like a slow person like me and then, you know, rub my face in the mud in front of everybody. Nope. nope. He, he was just humble and respectful and just sitting back there with his billions in the bank. Class act. And his, his, his... <laughs> Batmobile having self. Yeah. And let us right off. But now we know we followed the cookie tr- crumbs. Yep. Not the ones that you laid, but the ones we see between yeah. the lines. Yeah. We saw like the, the, if not the cookie, we saw the actual breadcrumbs, you know, with yeah. the real meat of the story. Mm. I'm just the meat hung- crumbs. I'm getting hungry again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what would meat crumbs be? The ground beef. We saw the ground beef. <laughs> we saw the ground cracklins that were ooh cracklins <laughs> cracklins so so yeah preston sorry to call you out um if we need to cut out this whole section of the podcast let us know yeah we'll just have to edit it yeah uh, we'll have to edit it and and it'll just be replaced with something that sounds similar to this i'm sorry try again you yeah. know along those lines i'm sorry preston is not batman yep we were wrong and and, and no he's not threatening us <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't threatened us at all. He didn't. He didn't. He's not forcing us to say that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> he is. He is not. Well, but yeah, we'll make that part of the message. But you guys will know. Like we need help, so yeah. send help. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have our anti-bat signal. Like yeah. Batman is trying to beat us up. Signal. Yeah, like the no smoking <laughs> will be right over the the bat signal. That no smoking, like circle yeah. with the line through it. I'd be like, I'm Batman. I don't smoke. I'm like, no, that's our secret signal to let people know that Batman is trying to beat us up. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> all right. All right. So that about wraps wraps it up for today. I think. Yeah. Uh, Dave from Dave's Detail and Maintenance knows how to drum. We're gonna we're gonna find out more about that hopefully mm-hmm. in the future. Um, Preston is absolutely Batman from uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu here in Great Falls. Mm-hmm. And um, upcoming guests, we've got oh yeah totally um, one gentleman named Sean. He's going to be talking to us about a just just started a new cornhole league. Mm. So not pool, not darts. We're talking cornhole, not bowling, not bowling, not golf, not not, not fine, not uh, football fantasy not, league, not putt putt, not oh, not Final Fantasy. Nope, none of those. None of He's those. like, I got another idea, and I was th- actually thinking when he mentioned it, I've seen a lot of like professional looking cornhole boards for sale and around recently, and I'm like, what is the deal with all these cornhole boards? Mm-hmm. Is this catching on? I mean, and do you think he's part of it? 
Yeah, he said he's... Like in the Great Falls area? He said he's uh, he started the league. So and how long ago did he start it? I mean, I know we'll cover this in the podcast. I don't but. know. I, I just uh, just started talking to him about it. About two, one... Oh, I sent... Uh, when we when we were advertising the podcast, he listened to one. And he said, hey, I'm taking a listen. It'd be cool if I could come and talk about the, the cornhole tournament thing I'm starting. Or the yeah, league. And league, I was like, yeah. that sounds cool. It sounds fun. Getting after something. Yeah, and, and I'm sure if uh, he's willing to, to start this up, that he has other cool things that have gone on in his life too that we can we can pick apart, and we'll find out if maybe he's Robin. Ooh, he might be Robin. Yeah. I think he was in the, he can correct me when he gets, I think he was in the Air Force or some military thing too. So he's got training. Yeah, he's got training. We're going to have he's to got find out what it is that's uh, making him a court. And then the other person, we're going to try to do, um, get Tianta for... Yep, we mentioned that earlier. Yeah, for us it'll be the escape room and next Sunday. But for the listeners, it'll be in a f- few weeks. From yeah, now. yeah, it'll be it'll be coming up in a few weeks. So yeah, we yeah. got a couple um, people on the books ready, almost confirmed. Well, Sean is confirmed for the uh, cornhole tournament. We're going to confirm with Deontay here pretty soon. So hopefully that's all rolling good. And yeah, I think we covered all the stuff. Yep, and I uh, the the coffee is still on its way. I just talked to Jesse today because I'm drinking uh, kombucha. Can I go over there from here? How are they? Are they open? Can I go over there and ask him? Like, can I have some beans from Guatemala? You. Uh, put it depends on what he has in stock, but yeah, they they always have beans in there. Cool. And I'll just ask him, him like coffee. what he has has in stock, and uh, he'll make great suggestions. Um, Should I tell him who I am? You can. Yeah. Do you know who I am? <laughs> can, can I can I start like yeah. that? Is he gonna? <laughs> is he? Does he have a good sense of humor? Do you think he'd be okay with my... While he's working, he is very, like, on task. Don't, don't try to mess with him task. like that. Okay. It, no, 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 you you can. Mm-hmm. It's just not going to seem like he's taking it well. Oh, I got you. You know what I mean? Be on like, task. He, he, he's totally fine taking it, but he's so on task that he might not even laugh, even though he thinks it's funny. And he'll laugh about it later. Okay. Because he is just, like, he is a scientist when it comes to coffee and taking care of customers and, and like, does he does such an amazing job. And so, yeah, I would talk to him and say, hey, you know, Brian's talked to me about this signature roast we're doing for our podcast. And I had to come in. I need to buy some beans. What, what you got, homie? Or even just a cup of Joe. Mm-hmm. That, uh, with the, those <laughs> a beans cup of Joe it. for Joe. Yeah. Yeah. Joe needs some Joe. So typically, now I ordered a kombucha this time, but uh, typically I just look at him and say, uh, you know, I just let him know I need coffee and I don't want cream or I do want cream or, and so what are you thinking? And he's like, well, do you want hot or cold? And I tell him uh, something hot and he'll go, well, well, how does this sound? And I always say yes, because he knows me better than I do. And so I just tell him a few things about what I'm thinking about having, you know, if I want some sweet in it or no sweet or just coffee or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then he'll just make something because there's so many choices when, when you go to a coffee shop. To, That's to weird. Though. We, I think we do the same thing. That's how you know me so well, because I do the same thing that you do. You just mentioned something to me and I'm like, yep, we'll do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm just open. Yeah. You uh, know? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I know yep. it's all going to be pretty good. <laughs> right. Yeah. I said that earlier. I'm like, Joe, so I tell you like, uh, you know. Here's an idea for the podcast. You're like, yeah, let's do it. And it's almost like you don't even think sometimes. You're just like, yep, we're doing it. I know you're going like, to have a good idea. Yeah. Just, it'll be fine. My <laughs> idea is I, I, maybe I just don't have enough faith in, in my ideas, but uh, I, I appreciate that about you. So, yeah, um, we've, got a, we've got a hard stop now. I, cool, think, I think we're good to go. Thanks we for listening, everybody. all of you for listening. Yeah. Rates, reviews, 
Um, what I've started putting on social media is sharing is caring. Ooh, it sure is. Yeah. Share with your friends. You know, Share with a friend. Our, our advertising budget is nil. And Zero. so it's like, you know, you guys just like sharing it on your page, um, directly in a messenger for that one person. You're like, oh, you're going to like this. We so appreciate that. So I think that's the best one, actually. When you when you talk about on the show, you've talked in a couple different interviews. You're like, oh, I'm going to share this with this guy. Yeah. I think a lot of times when you're listening to something like this, mm-hmm. you think of that one person in your life that could do it. Yeah. And so just do us a favor. Sharing yeah. is caring. And it's not just caring for us and the podcast and it being famous someday. Like, that's not it. Like, that person, may there may be a message that they need to hear, and it's caring about them that they can they can hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So um, thanks. Thanks for listening. Thanks for caring. And um, thanks for listening to this, like, super beautiful music. <laughs>